I can't go on. And I say, yes, you can. Just stop. Just stop. Don't do anything. Just stop. And you will go on. You will go on because that's it. Spirit. Spirituality is spirit. And we all have spirit of some sort inside us. All right, folks, we're straight into it because uh, Lance just gave me a little bollocking offline and we've got to start recording because I've got to make sure this is all captured. I said to you, Lance, that you can't have the good without the bad. You said, stop, William, push record. We're recording. Yes, so we, we have had a, a previous conversation about this. You know, do you have to go through bad times? I think it was your closing question of me once. The very first time we met, um, do you have to go through bad times uh to get to to improve yourself and i said yes to improve yourself right so if we go through bad times it it means that um are we more resilient are we less resilient but we don't have to go through those times but we do if we want to improve if we want to see um where we can do better Mm. Uh, but i've met lots of people that go through really bad times and and are just as uh got as much empathy as anyone else for everybody um, it's just that they've had a more stable upbringing, right? And so the research around that's uh, com- just, you, ca- you cannot disagree with it, that if you've had a first sort of thousand days of your life and, and, and ongoing into your early childhood, uh, you're more resilient. You're more able to withstand the old knocks when they come because our brain's more developed. Mm-hmm. Anything that interrupts a child's development, brain development at an early age, uh, does tend to if you want to put it this way, a glitch in the matrix. Mm. So we have these that, yeah, so that's what that's what we know now, right? And so we, we, we're learning more and more and more. I mean, science is just, neuroscience in particular, is just doing backflips flips at the moment. I'm reading a book called um, The Inflamed Mind. And this is, this is a, written by a, a preeminent psychiatrist who's questioning his own vocation, right? His own profession and saying, Maybe um, depression's not caused by imbalances and chemicals, and it, it started with him having toothache and ending up in the morning with suicidal ideations, thoughts of killing himself due to the pain. And he's been doing lots of work, and, and it's a fascinating book about inflammation in the body can also, amongst the myriad of other things, cause depression. So going back to your original question, no, we don't have to go through those bad times, right? Um, The work that I try and do uh, is, well, the work that I do is to try and say to people, if you're going through those bad times, how do you get out of it quicker and perhaps more, you know, I'm not sure if you come out stronger, but certainly more resilient, certainly able to uh, reflect. So as we go through life, we have what we call, mar- I call them markets, right? So these are little things that have happened in our life and big things that significantly impact on our well-being, And they are negative events because that's what we're looking for. That's what our brain's wired to. And, and, and we have these markers and we, so so when we're looking to develop ourselves, we're only reflecting on ourselves, right? So it's ourselves talking to ourselves about ourselves. So when we're looking to the future, and that's what's happened in COVID, we're all looking to the future, but based on our past. But what past? We haven't got one mm-hmm. as far as COVID goes. And so our subconscious is going flat out. And so we've at the only point of reference that we have, unless we talk to somebody or unless we find out information or unless we go through it ourselves as the third option, then uh, we've got no reference material. And sometimes just sitting down reading about uh, or, you know, and I'm against Google, 
for health issues, but certainly for anything to do with the brain and the mind and, and what other people are going through is a good thing because you're able to compare your with others and what did other people go through? Oh, well, I'm, I'm sort of going through a similar thing. What did they do, right? So you've either got to go through it yourself, get lots of information or talk with others. Those are the three things to put some other information into our timeline, our terms of reference, our library. So we, we're always referring them to our library and if that hasn't got all the information, we've got to go somewhere else for it. Mm. Lance Burdett, welcome to the podcast, man. We just jumped in deep. This is beautiful, and this is in tradition. Like people just just joining us, you know, seeing you for the first time. Like, whoa! I thought we were just coming up with these casual podcasts, but now we're going deep to the brain. So, there's a couple of things I want to pick up on. You kind of mentioned this um, first uh, thousand days, was it? Um, and is, 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 is Nathan? from Nathan Wallace, I have to actually yeah. point out um, it's yeah. not mine. So Nathan Wallace is a neuroscience, a neuroscience yep. educationalist, right? Mm-hmm. So, and that's where that came from. So all kudos to him. And and since then, I've been referring to it and always and always saying that it's him. But yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I saw that you guys had been doing some talks, and that gives me so much hope because obviously in my world, I'm looking for all the people out there trying to fit the puzzles together. When I saw you two team up, I'm like, yes, that's that's yeah, a great yeah, because- I saw it 2021 rolling it across New Zealand. Mm. And I mean, that for me suggests too that there's a little bit of worrying signs that you guys are reaching out towards each other and saying we need to provide a bit of scope because it's like, you know, the Avengers only come together when (laughs) things are under attack, you know? Yeah. (laughs) I'm not sure where the Avengers are. You're the Hulk. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah so look and, and i'm doing it with others as well now so for next year we've got an exciting one coming up um with shelly and and shelly's a great person she's um she talks around communications but it's she talks like quite matter of factly right there's a few words in there <laughs> which i won't mention um and we're going to do a gig together with her and another just to see um how those things and it is important that we do come together so if i was to stay within my field of um I, I, it's not expertise my field of knowledge perhaps um and see see i learned that thing about the first thousand days was the most impact now nathan when we this was not scripted we got up on stage and he said right you start lance and I'm going to jump in and go, where did this come from? And that's all, that was our only start. And and he got partway through something and he said, something I learned from Lance. And I went, <laughs> I looked at, really? Dude, you've been doing this for like 100 years. And he said, you've got to get things out of your head, which I remember saying. And that's that was my uh, learning from when I went through depression and was suicidal. You've got to get it out. Because we're limited by what we've done in our life. We're just reflecting on ourselves. And so it's a never-ending circle. You've got to break that circle of repetitive behavior. Mm. And so you're coming together with others um, with the knowledge. And, you know, and I, I joke uh, oftentimes that if you have blue cheese before bedtime, you'll have dreams similar to an LSD trip. And he said, no, not like an LSD trip. And I looked at him and I went, okay. How <laughs> <laughs> about hallucinogenic dreams? He goes, yep, that'll do. <laughs> and he's just holding me to account and that is beautiful you know mm. and so we i come out of there uh more developed and and so did he i know he did because we he's i said what do you think should we do another one he goes this is working 
let's do this, let's do this, let's do this. And so, and so we will grow together. So yeah, um, I love your analogy. Well, I don't, I don't agree. Superheroes can't, superheroes. Yeah. So, and you're the same, right? And your, your field. So have you ever interviewed, oh, no, you have, I've seen them and mm. another podcaster, right? That's right. Yep. And so what did you come out of that? Learn? Did you learn something? Yeah, definitely, learn? you know. That's how we grow, brother. We, we just talk. I talk to you. You talk to me. You question me. I, I think, oh, I've got to go and look at that. And as we chat here together, we develop. And so we wouldn't have developed if we hadn't had this conversation. That's right. Uh, so is there a common theme? Because... I mean, there's some stuff I'm keen to get into conversation with you around, you know, let's just say how I've been processing this. What do we call it? COVID? Can we say that as a as an encompassing word? Yeah, yeah I, th- I think so. I mean, COVID-19 is what they mm. use. Pandemic, um, mm. you know, we're, we're calling it all sorts of things. It came out as corona originally, mm. coronavirus, but that's been gone. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, it's- the whole company had some influence on that? I don't know. <laughs> it's my brain coming out of, my coming out of me. Um, so I think COVID. I think COVID is a is a is a good term. I think it's a mark in history. Mm. We'll remember uh, uh, that COVID time. Um, we'll remember twenty. Well, we might not remember twenty twenty, but we'll remember COVID, right? So we, then we have to remember the year it happened. And mm. um, I think it's a good reference time. What will we learn out of this? Well, we all down here in New Zealand, we went into a bit of a lockdown, and the earth recovered. Um, you know, we uh, life went on, all a bit slowly, but certainly around us, we we had birds feeding uh, in a, the estuary where I've never seen them feed before. The waters become clearer, uh, noise pollution stopped. People started to run down the middle of the road, uh, and since we started to get back, I'm starting to, to think, and I'm just going through some some planning for next year. What's my travel arrangements like? How can I reduce my Flight times. How can I reduce? And I, maybe I could drive four hours instead of jumping on a plane and spending 20 minutes, which is what I'm doing a lot to Bay of Plenty from Auckland. Wow. I'll drive now rather than take a plane and park my car at the airport, drive to the airport, you know, wait around and, you know, so I'll drive and I'll drive, spend a little bit more time doing that, time reflecting, time listening to the radio. Yeah. Yeah, so it, it's it's been, a for me, a, a good Recheck. Um, I'm I'm selling my diesel car, so I've I've had a real think about, um, you know. And I hear, I just heard, I won't say who, but somebody came out recently and said, why is the government talking about going to electric cars and all, all government departments? Uh, what a load of rubbish! Well, you've got to stop some start somewhere, don't you, to stop what's going on? So you know, you throw that one starfish back in the water. The others won't thank you, but that one will. Hmm. That's what it's about. It's just about everyone. So for me, COVID's been quite positive. It's it's it stopped me. Um, yeah, I went through a terrible time. We lost a hundred percent of our work hmm. as I stand in front of people talking. Well, we had you know a few sessions of Zoom until, and now that's all things we be doing is zooming everywhere. It's good to get back into it. But you know, organisations now are saying, and I'm saying, you know, we're doing still doing some national rollouts of a very. I'm very very lucky. And, and I'm saying, right, so how can we do this? Let's join the days together. So I'm not flying there, back there, back. Let's just, let's just do a road show and I'll drive between no charge. Mm. And just 
let's do the South Island, let's, you know, fly into Christchurch and, and do a big loop or something like that. Let's just do something like that, you know. Yeah, it's a reflection. I think COVID is, is a reflection, reflection of the world. And you can look around the world and see how people have handled it and, and governments have handled it and get a bit of a flavour for what's going on. Well, and I guess, Lance, that reflection's an interesting one because it's everyone, I guess, has the permission to reflect when they're ready. And I, I wonder when, like, you know, because when everyone says, well, how's it going? I'm like, well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't that's, know. That's the most lame. So I'm really questioning. And it's come out of, um, so I, and I, I love to talk about them, the Auckland Transport Parking Officers. So I do the parking officers, you know, and we've had to change our greeting um, to what they say to people when people, because people are a little bit grumpy at the moment. And, and, and that good morning, you know, no, it's just morning. Yeah. Good. What's good about it? My doctor said that to me the other day. He said, I'm, I'm hobbling towards him. I, I broke my knee, you know, it's not broke it, but, you know, I had an injury. And, and I'm at my doctor's and I'm hobbling towards him. And he says, how's it going? And I said to him, really? That's your opening? That's the best you can do? I'm limping towards you, my doctor. And the best you can do is, morning, you know, how are you going? It's, well, how about saying, hmm, uh, what's up? What did you do? Hmm. How are you going? Really? Mm. No, well, if, if you would say to me, how are you going? I'll say, well, how much time have you got? <laughs> Just to get you to go, yeah, that's a good point. It's a good reflection. It, it suggests right. that how we're going actually means something else. It was an acknowledgement of you rather than how are you. And uh, it's kind of one of those interesting things that I, I believe Kiwis get ourselves into. You know, we want the peace. I, and you're, I don't think it's Kiwis, though, to mm. be fair, well. Um, anywhere in the world, um, how are you traveling? Um, I hear, um, you know, maybe in Australia, how are you going, how are you traveling? Um, are you okay? You know, but but in, in, in America, they have lots of other terms, and, and our automatic default is to say, fine, good, mm-hmm. great. Um, in all of these, the, we, we're doing it around the world, and, and, you know, we used to say, hello, hello, let's sort of go back there, I think. Well, I think what happens is I'm making an effort, maybe unconsciously or consciously or a mixture, where uh, I, I won't try and say good just for good sake. But this also triggers others to be like, oh, no, he's showing signs. And I'm like, well, I thought, you know, I thought we'd make an what, effort. I'm being normal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I'm normal. Uh, Lance, stay with us. Everyone you're stay you're with right, us. Okay. We're just going to a quick break. Back in just a second with Lance Burdett. Okay, Lance, segment two, we're straight into it. Um, I want to talk about your book. I want to talk about uh, when I met you, I think a couple of days before the lockdown stuff happened, you were my last human hug. Um, and it was like... Uh, yeah, that's right. Up in Oriwa, we sat, uh, sat in the car park and took two parks up. Cars driving past. <laughs> it was surreal for me. Like, the beach was covered with people. We're in the car park, in the middle of the car park, mm-hmm. filming from beach chairs. And no one thought that was odd. <laughs> I think people were making the most of the last couple of days. Yeah, they were like, good on those guys for getting out there. Because we were about to go into for how long? A couple months, wasn't it, of just yeah, yeah. be at home. 
Um, and now we're we're out of that, and it's certainly interesting to see the rest of the world. You know, my wife's German, and they're going back into that now. They've got these small bubbles again, and and I guess you sit here thinking, all right, well, we have an opportunity, and we've got to do something with that. Now, if we go back to your book, you were writing at that time. Is that what lockdown was for you, writing? Yes, it was. Um, it was fortunate. I, I, I guess it was fortunate for timing for me. Um, whether it was fortunate or not, but it made me sit down and finish my book, which um, I'd been for three years trying, and, and, and you know, um, we lost our niece to suicide um, about 14 months ago now. And so uh, I wanted to finish it, and it was going to be funny, and it ended up being quite a serious book around um, what's going on in the world and why is why do why are we different? Why, and, and then COVID came, and so I was able to slip in just a little bit. Uh, it was early time, so the research hadn't come out then. So uh, as you know, I'm, I'm a prolific at researching research yep. <laughs> to keep it to keep it uh, <laughs> honest. I don't research; I research research for my book. Um, and it was it was it was an opportune time, and and it was a time to reflect and to and it was a journey for me to be honest because. Um, I, I, it was quite an emotional journey um, because there's a lot of me in that book. I didn't want it to be all science-based. It is pretty much. But I wanted to bring some emotion into it. So I went back through a few posts that I'd put out. Um, there's a piece in there around Dear Younger Self, reflecting on my early, you know, when I was three years old, locked in a room and really scared, and that voice suddenly appeared. Um, I examined that voice. I had somebody phone me. Um, I was very lucky. I, I, I was able to give a presentation in Parliament um, for an hour and a half on the work that I do for the select committee, mental health select committee. And, and he called me and he talked about, he said, I've got a, there's a voice in my head telling me to kill myself, but I don't want to. Can you help? And I just, and it, it got me right here, right? So I poured that into the book and talked about that. And so I wanted it to be, uh, and I've had psychologists read it, and, and one in particular, she came to me, and this is a lady who's worked in prisons and, for ACC for, for, you know, for years, she's been around and she said, you took me back to my childhood and made me stop and think. And that's all I want the book to do. Um, and very lucky. Um, when you pour your heart into something, you get something back. doesn't matter what it is, right? You pour your heart into, I know you do, into, into the work that you do and you get a lot back out of this. Mm -hmm. And I've seen you grow <laughs> over the years. And, and so... That's what I wanted, and for me, um, that is me. I, I don't. I'm, I'm not working on a third book, but I doubt it's going to top that one. Hmm. What was the name of your book? Because you were still trying to name it. You were still trying to name. Dark side of the brain. Yeah, dark side of the brain. It's uh, it's a book on. Uh, yeah, uh, we do have a dark side. Um, well, it's the negativity bias. Hmm. That's what it is. Why do we always look for danger? Well. Because that's what we are. That's how we've survived. And essentially, don't if you don't read the book, there you go. <laughs> it's a book about the the why why this stuff happens mm. and how to overcome it. Uh, and, and it's a simplistic, um, I guess, look at neuroscience and what it's shown us, and um, and plus a whole lot of you know anecdotes and and, and personal experiences in there, but. Um, you know, such a simple thing as an understanding that every piece of information that comes into our head is tagged in the limbic system first. So it gets tagged with an emotion, goes to our hippocampus, our long-term memory, and says, what's your reference material, comes back and says, that's the action you take. 
So I take people on a journey today. I say that anxiety and depression is, is, is just about in every family in the world. It might be in your family, but as you're thinking about that person right now, and because of that, your mood is dropped. Well, that's how the brain works. There you go. And why did I do that? To show you that it's not your fault. It's not our fault. Mm. Um, so to get you back out of there, think of a holiday you went on, one that you could, not the four-week, five-week lockdown, stay at home, watch Netflix, that stuff, a real one where you enjoyed, relaxed, life was great. Think about it really hard. You have to think about it terribly hard. Right, you got that, and that people, they start to smile. Right, good. Now, again, that's all I did was force a thought into your head, which changed the emotion, which gave you that action. So start thinking about what we're thinking about. And if none of that worked for you, just sit up straight and sigh. And straight away, it just wipes everything out of your head. And I say, think of something hard, and they did I can't, I said, you can't, can you? There you go. That's the brain. <laughs> so hopefully that shows up in the book. Mm. And I guess that's one of the things, I don't know if other people ask you, but I always try and think of things, you know, you research the research and I question the question. And <laughs> just because we, and maybe this is an assumption, keen to hear your thoughts, just because we have a roadmap like people like you and others provide, it doesn't mean we have to get it first time, right? It's not like you read the book and you nail it. And I'll give you an example. Like I've been trying really, really hard since this lockdown. It awoke a bit in me, which is like, hmm, we've got to think about some of the primal things like breathing. And you've, talk, you've talked to me about this before. And I've, I went down a rabbit hole of nasal breathing and, you know, kind of the slower, the slower breathing as opposed to the hyperventilative. Um, However, it's all good when you can take yourself away, when you can do it, you can feel better. But it's still you still catch yourself. Yep. The monster gets out and you can't quite yeah. grab. And wow. it's hard to yeah. give yourself permission. It's, but, it's yeah. happening to me a lot at the moment um, with, with work, you know. And um, um, just lately, post-COVID, um, that voice inside my head, well, just will not stop. Um, particularly at night, and I feel like I'm going back to where I was when I, you know, had my meltdown. Um, I, 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 some nights I don't think I've slept. I know I have, and I, and I know, and I look across and it's 90 minutes, so I've had a REM, and I look across and it's another 90 minutes, and I've had another REM, and you only need three, right? And so this 90 minute check, 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 but every time it's... <laughs> I go, and so I do this breathing, you know, you do the, the nine breath, the three through this nostril, three through that nostril, and all this stuff that I teach, and I'm doing that, and it's still going, yeah, yeah good luck with that one, you know, off you go, good. yeah, is that nine yet, is that nine, should we, should we do it again, should we do some Peter, come on, let's keep going, and then, the other day, I just, inside my head, not out loud, because my wife would have given me a slap, shut up, <laughs> and there was silence, and I said to myself, thank you. And I just sort of just like, exactly, have you thought about that? That's quite a good idea. You should really try and use that in your sessions tomorrow. That'll be. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, I just, look, mate, I'm just struggling here. <laughs> oh. I wake up in the morning going, you're an idiot. <laughs> you're an idiot. Stop it. It's that I forget. Right, so and it's not that you forget, it's because the neural pathways, right? Mm -hmm. So, 
scientifically I know that we have these little thoughts that are joined by synapses and all you got to do is break the synapses and you can build a new neural pathway over the top, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you just got to, you know, I'm going to have to have this thing and uh, every time I, my watch sort of might tell me or something tells me that you're, I'm coming out of deep REM, out of the dream and back into it, that says, stop, don't think. And then I'll think, what was that? I, what, 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 should I put that on a little bit later? I'm not really sure I'll put that later. Maybe I'll try the next tomorrow with a ding. And... <laughs> but it's learned, it's learned behaviour and you can unlearn it. And so the last few nights I've been sleeping really well again, um, just settling back down and just every time I wake up, I look at you at 90 minutes, thank you. Mm. <laughs> just thank myself. <laughs> oh, mate, that's, that's awesome. Thank you for, for just, you know, you know, I guess there's a bit of pressure that you've got to, maybe you don't have it, but I would imagine, we would imagine that if you're out there and you, you know, talk in front of people and lead, essentially, that, you know, you have everything together. And I'm not saying we don't, but it's uh, nice It's nice to just let a bit of that steam out to say, hey, even Lance catches himself. Yeah, yeah someone yeah, has to yeah. say, stop you it. You know, I, I did a session um, and presentation, didn't go too well, right? So I dropped the ball. I didn't know the audience too well. And I said a couple of things that um, worried for that audience. Um, and and um, uh, I, I've been sort of beating myself up for the last two or three days about that, right? Um, just trying to, and it's self-reflection. And so I've learned from that. Um, it's taken me two to three days to learn from it. Um, my first reaction was to go, oh, what would they know? And now I'm thinking, well, you know, you might have just got a bit self-assured. You might have just got a bit cocky. Um, every now and then we need that little, mm. that little, um, hey, that little, <laughs> not allowed to do it these days, but that little flick on the air, right? Of just, 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 uh, yeah, settle down. Mm. You're not that good, right? You're okay, but you just need to, I guess, Simple terms, pull your head in a bit. Yeah. And start doing a recheck. And so that's why I think COVID was a good recheck. And and I had a recheck the other day and I'm grateful for the people that provided me with that honest feedback. It's mm. taken me a while to get there. You'd think see there's two things I have in my life that that really apart from <laughs> apart from that voice. I have a strong inner critic. Um perfectionism has been uh since I can ever remember. Even folding newspapers at eight years of age when I was at a, a, a round, you know, a, a mail, you know, what do you call them, a newspaper round. They don't have them these days. That's why I've forgotten the name. And it had to be folded just right and put in the right way up, right? So was it ADHD? No, it just had to be like that. And so I've got that and I've also got a um, – I've got the strong imposter as well that where you're not qualified enough. So here I am as a builder till the age of 35, became a cop for 22 years, and then decided to launch out into his own business into neuroscience. <laughs> what gives you the right? You know, I remember standing in front of an audience in Canada, a forestry industry, you know, the room full of men, and they were only men over there. I think there might have been one or two women, but that was it, all men. And I'm doing this breathing technique with them to put them into the alpha zone. And I looked up at the room and I could just look, and everyone had their eyes closed. And I was like, what gives you? the right to do this stuff, to mess with people's head. Are you sure you should be doing this? And so, you know, um, I, I've managed to land some very big clients lately, and it's through that honesty that I give, just like I've given now, mm. that really does influence. And one person who's the 
I won't give his title, but we'll say he's the CEO because you'll know who the organisation is, shook my hand afterwards and he thought, I thought I was different. So no, no, fundamentally we have these things. And if I if I speak about my flaws, it helps others speak about their flaws. Mm. That's not a flaw. No, well, it's not a flaw. It's a glitch in the matrix. <laughs> well, and Lance, I think the bit too that others don't recognise about you and why I'm so fascinated to get to know you and talk to you is because you could be, you could pick on us if you wanted to. You could, there's a monster you control. That's a better way of saying it. Exactly, exactly. Um, and, and you choose not to and you want to carry. And I, that's, I, I know, that's the voice that is saying, no, 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 just tell them how to do it, you know, and you tell it to shut up. And there's something pretty special about that, that you'll sit down with um, anyone and make them realize that or help them to. Okay, we'll go to a break. Uh, I don't want to unleash that monster. Keep it in, keep it in, Lance. And um, when we come back, we'll just, we'll just carry straight on. Stay with us, folks. Okay, Lance, so the book comes out. Um, is that a, is a, are you are you relieved when yeah. publish? Is it like what is it like? Oh, it's, uh, well, have you ever said a university paper at all? Yes. Same. Same. You go through that saying, I'm excited. Mm. I'm signed up. <laughs> and then you get the books are right. You're like, oh no, recommended reading. I never read recommended reading. There's thirty books recommended. <laughs> just down with the mandatory runs, right? And so you work your way through and you get halfway through and you're like, yeah, oh, this is good. Oh, look, I'm, look at the knowledge. I'm off I go and you're doing it. You start putting it together and then comes time to sit and write mm. and put the assignment together and what a – it's a chore. Books, writing books are chores. You have to be so disciplined. Um, and you read it. So it's a publisher, and it's a, it's not a self-published book. I published through it all publishers. Uh, you know, the Bateman really helped me through this one, and they've really been – they've gone out on a limb with me, and they let me go for it. And, um, you know, you have to do it and read it nine or ten times before it actually gets published. And, and when you finally let it go, you go, whoosh, and you get the first print, and I read it, and it's got eight mistakes in it. And it's too late. <laughs> and you're like, yeah. Uh, um, just like to ask him, um, can we withdraw? No. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, never buy the first copy. <laughs> and so I was very lucky, you know, and that trepidation, I was expected to get hammered because I did, and I do say in the book, I've stepped outside of science and research I've stepped outside of convention. Here's my thoughts. So I've made it that it is mine. So people know these are my thoughts. So they can tell the difference between what is what, or actually what's the, the research that I've read rather than what the research is. So it's the research I've read. So let's clarify that. Um, and, and so I've made sure about that. But not one of them has come back and said, no one has, you know, and people have come back and said, it's a good read. It made me stop and think. Mm. Uh, some have not, you know, said uh, this is great. It should be around the world, and that, that's great. I'm fine with that. But it did sell out twice. Wow! Uh, and so we've just got another big order landed, 
um, because it had to be done overseas because of the complexities of what's going on. They couldn't literally print it here. Mm. So we had to do a small emergency print in the middle and then the next one came in. So I'm very lucky, very humbled, um, absolutely overwhelmed. I, you know, I don't know how many I've sold just off my website. We'll be close to a thousand. Awesome. Um, and so we just, you know, we've been in the top 10, uh, top 10, yeah, for weeks now. Mm. Um, so, yeah, um, and, and it's, I guess it's set the bar high for the next one. I'll take on that challenge. The next one's going to be around communicating and challenging situations and, and, and reflecting on what we've said previously and maybe we could change what we do. And so it's going to have the same, I guess, personal aspect to it. Mm. Yeah, to, just to get people to, to stop and reflect and think about themselves. I mean, I, I, this has not been any easy journey. I've, you know, I, I got asked a question, something wonderful. Uh, a guy said to me, but that's you, Lance. You know, you, you've got these things and you can stand up there and say these things. And I just said to him and said, I'm a cliche, read my first book. Um, brought up in a state home. Parents didn't have any money. I remember the week before Christmas when I was, would have been eight or nine, or ten years old, I learned more than my dad did um, that week, you know, and because I'd worked really hard in a week and I had four jobs and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I used to take the drawers out of my tall boy um, and put my legs through because I always wanted to work this So, you know, don't don't say that I haven't been there. Um, mm. Did I have the opportunities of everybody else? Yes, and I squandered them. Um, I Someone didn't show me how to learn. Did they? They probably did, but I just didn't listen. I would have been diagnosed with ADHD. I'll tell you that right now. Well, I was somebody that couldn't sit still for five minutes. I still can't. Have you seen the way I have cups of tea and I'm... And I'm swiveling in my chair and I'm putting a chair up and down. I just can't sit still for five minutes. You're lucky. <laughs> at least I'm talking and breathing. <laughs> right? I've got lots going on at the moment. Um, so, yeah, look, uh, the biggest learning for me in my life is, and you learn these things too late, I think. Hmm. And it goes back to the reflection that we first did was, do you have to go through these things to grow? Yes, Yes, so I've grown and, and I hope to still grow. Mm. I I don't know if you remember, but you invited me one time to come to your house and it's it's only happened a couple of times on the podcast where the guest is sure enough of themselves that they will let some a stranger come in, right? And um yeah, real stranger too. Yeah, man, I hadn't met you. We'd only had this online relationship. Well, and, we had too. I said this brother, you my wife said who? I said Will. <laughs> And I roll in. She goes, you don't know him. <laughs> we, I will soon. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I, you know, me and the whole family came up to Oriwa and the family went for lunch and I rocked over and we were sitting having this awesome chat like we are now. And one of the bits that stuck in my mind and uh, bits of feedback that come in every now and then was around an, an idea when you said when basically when stuff gets too tough, uh, when we're in that moment that we'll call out for two people, one's mum or God. Yeah. And and I, I just share that again with you because the other day for the first time I was sitting there and, you know, some things have been going really well and other things have not. And I just sat there and I'm like, man, what's the lesson here? And I, I was thinking about, um, I've shared it on the last podcast and I shared with you that we just brought this house and it's like, it's such an awesome moment, but it's yeah, over here, some other right. stuff going on. And I'm just sitting there thinking, wow, I'm in control of none of it. 
Like pretty much I'm the least experienced in the room everywhere I'm turning at the moment. And I thought, how, how, how about I outsource? And I was like, man, what does that mean? So I don't know if I would call it specifically a prayer or I just thought I'd start saying some stuff, but I went there, you know, and I wouldn't say I'm in an abyss or anything, but I'm like, it's quite hard to actually be the master of everything in your head. You can say yeah. right. And so I just, I was like, you know, I don't know, something to the effect of, you know, it's, it's tough and it'd be nice to get a little bit of, you know, which way should I go here? Right. And of course, uh, for me, I don't think anything really came back, but it was nice to just have five minutes where I could not have to be the master of the ship, you know? And I thought about you because I'm like, hmm, I wonder... Uh, I wonder actually what's going in here for me. I wonder what things I'm aware of and not. And then I thought, I'm pretty sure most people feel like that because. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think you're right. I think you're right. Um, so prayer doesn't necessarily have to be religious. Mm. Um, so it's, it's spirituality. And I do talk about it in the book and that we don't, we don't use it enough. I don't think. Um, spirituality comes to us in many, many forms. Uh, and I do think we do need to self-reflect and sometimes just sitting there going, why me? Why is all this happening to me? Why always me? Well, those points are good points. They're points of reflection. So that deep self-reflection is good for us all. And I've had one of those, you know, basically this morning, deep reflection. Um, yeah, I need to do something different. And I need to just just tone down <laughs> Don't be such an idiot. Don't be so self-assured and just do a little recheck and start again yeah. and move on. Start yes. again? No, just move forward. Mm. Um, and so I've had this similar sort of, sort of thing going on for me and it just was a really, really good recheck and to next year we'll, we'll be, well, I still am and I'm, I'm just, when I'm already booking into March and April of next year, um, yeah. it's going to be a busy year. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. You're saying it. It, it. It's going to be great. <laughs> Don't you dare go there. We talked about that. Let's move on. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's going to be a, a good year. And so, yeah, look, that is spirituality, right? And so we get it. Many people get it in many ways, whether it's, and look, I'll, I'll go there with these things. And, you know, if, it, if it's getting tea leaves red, if it's, if it's looking into a crystal ball, if it's prayer, if it's meditation, if it's mindfulness, um, if it's seeking out the Lord, um, whatever it might be, that's spirituality. Mm. And, and, that's, and we all need it in our lives. Yeah, and I, I wanted to be brave enough to articulate that with you because the one bit I want to make sure everyone knows thank is... Thank you for doing so. Yeah, well, thank you for listening. And, and, and you know, thank you for being in my mind when I was thinking through because, like, my, my, my non-negotiables is... I'm here for long game, you know, I'm here till the, the heart ticks out or the car wipes me out, whatever it is, but I'm here for long game. But that still doesn't make it easy when you're sitting there and you don't, and your list hasn't worked and you're like, hmm. So you've just, you know, it's not obvious what your next step is, even though, you know, no negotiable, I'm moving forward. There is a tension within that. So you've just got to sit down and think, Whoa something will happen or I've got to manifest something or a mixture of the two. And, um, you know, that, you know, it's, it's okay. You yeah, go to bed, you wake up. Yeah, that's true. And, it, and it's just that point of self-reflection, right? And some mm. people do it every day. 
I mean, some people, when you're doing meditation, you're self-reflecting, and it's what you're thinking about while you're meditating, and and I, everyone needs to do it. I mean, you see those people that do a lot. I've got a, a great friend. In fact, he's with the Auckland Transport Parking Team. Vidin, he won't mind me mentioning his name, um, you know, who does a lot of this stuff and, and, and imagining and meditation, mindfulness. Um, and that guy is just the most... Um, calm looking guy you'd ever meet but I know that he still has um, things going on in his life that he deals with and I, I know that he doesn't tell me this but I just know on occasion that he would sit back and go because <laughs> we all have to have that woof moment that little let's just just um, you know and, and you know I've, I've had people say to me and, and their worst day I can't go on I can't go on and I say yes you can just stop. Just stop. Don't do anything. Just stop. And you will go on. You will go on because that's it. Spirit. Yep. Spirituality is spirit. And we mm -hmm. all have spirit of some sort inside us. Yep. And it's just a matter of connecting with that spirit. And for me, it's my heart. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I always sign off, go with your heart, not your head, because your heart knows best. And I've been challenged on that. Somebody said, oh, you don't know science then. Really? You don't know the brain? Uh, okay, so there's no connection between the brain, the heart, and the stomach? No? I think I know it pretty well. There's a master. Mm. Other people to decide which master that is. That's it. Um, or, or, sorry, I shouldn't say master, should I? There's, <laughs> a, <laughs> there's a commander. Yeah, yeah. I think. Uh, I think what I always like about talking to you is I know what you mean. And I think that still means something in the world, particularly when you're going through a tough time. Like, I know what you mean. Because I know that's true. I met my mother-in-law for the first time years ago. and She didn't speak English. I didn't speak German. But I knew what she meant. Yeah. And so there is something outside of these confines of language that is we're, we're raking each other over the coals for at the moment with being precise. But I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, that's right. And I've got to be careful with my, my, you know, the words I use and am I using the right words? And, and so I, and, and it's the generation, right? And so we learn behavior and, 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 this, and this generation does really need to take a little bit of a self-reflection. And, and, you know, I was listening to something about the, the stuff, newspaper, and how they've made these apologies to Māori and, and, and good on them. My, my opinion is good on them, but lots of people, they got, you know, people leaving and all sorts of things going on. But that deep self-reflection is something I think we all should do on occasion. And, you know, now's probably a really good time. Well, yeah. Yeah. you know, it's, we've gone through a lot um, and some are still going through quite a bit around the world. Um, take some time just to self-reflect and, and and connect with others. And it's, you know, the reason why we are connected, you and I, is because that's what we did. We talk mm -hmm. openly and honestly about things and we're unafraid to do so because we won't be judged. And I'll be judged for some of the things I've said in this, in this podcast. Well, I can't change that. But what I can do is, is, is tell you, be open and honest to it, to everybody, and hopefully they'll be the same. Exactly. Lance, will you do us a favor and give us 11 more minutes, one more segment? Can we do that with you? Oh, yeah. Okay, team, stay with us. Back with Lance. And, uh, well, yeah, straight after this ad break. Okay, Lance, we've got 11 minutes. Um, I always try and think to myself, you know, where's something interesting to go? What, what haven't we talked about? I don't know with me and you because we go all over the show and that's kind of like something beautiful there. Uh, 
one of the areas I've been wondering what your take Never on. Never send me an agenda. <laughs> What's that? Never send me an agenda because no. I don't. <laughs> Good. That's probably why we get on. I'm going to ask. Delete. <laughs> Yeah. What's it like when you're on uh, TV and stuff? Because they give you eight minutes, don't they? Yeah, they do. Um, and so, yeah, well, I guess um, that's a good point. And so you do have to prepare for those. Mm. But I always try and come from a different lens to what if, what they expect. Uh, and so they, they ask you, this is our, this is our uh, and whether it's live, and live is worse. So they do add live and as live, right? So they record but it's as live as though they've done it live. But the live is the worst ones, and that's the one that really puts me on edge because there is no delay. It's there. It's out there. And um, so I do prepare. I have uh, usually about 10 things that I want to remind myself of uh, and trying to come from. So the recent one was around gang violence, um, how it's escalating in New Zealand at the moment. And, yes, let's talk about that. So... Um, there's been an upsurge in it because we've got these new gangs and it's they've sprung up out of uh, people being sent back from Australia. You know, essentially they are. <clears throat> and so I, my first thought was, well, they're refugees, right? So we're, they've been treated like criminals um, and they've been dropped here and what's happened to them? Well, they've basically been given, you know, very, very short introduction to the country, a country that, that many of them don't know. They've never lived here their entire lives. And so we're refugees, and then what happens, the next stage to that is it's radicalisation. So I've studied radicalisations, and I've started to think, actually, you know why? Because they're like-minded people. That's why people come into gangs. That's why that's why I became a cop, like-minded people, right? Right or wrongly trying to help, you know, trying to help others. And so, yeah, so I had these things ready to go. But just like here, uh, I, I wait for the question. Uh, and then my, my my brain races. But because I've already prepared, think of it this way. How many times have you prepared for a job interview and you've prepared and you've gone online and I'm going for a job at such and such? Um, what are the questions like to be asked? So you sat there and you've gone through them all in your head and you've got some answers ready to go. And not one of those questions is asked, but you answer them pretty well because you've had time to prepare. So you must prepare for for things and prepare for life. And I'm a, I'm a big believer in lists. You know, I've got lists. I've got, I've got a list sitting in front of me right now of things I have to do today. I scribble it on a piece of paper when I jump into bed and I look at it and I, I look at it towards the end of the day because I feel I've got to have a list somewhere that says, have you looked at your list? <laughs> but I look at it and I go, oh, yeah, I'll just do that to finish off the day. Mm. Uh, yeah, I think preparing up to a point. But, you know, I go back to going with the heart. I go back, you know, going, being honest and what would other people, what would other people think? I don't know. Yeah, I think so. You know, people people say you should be honest, you should be open. Well, absolutely, honest and open, depending on the situation. And so going back to those interviews on TV, I'm honest and open, but I've still got that, that I'm not going to say exactly what I think. Mm. You know, for that interview about, Gangs, what do I really think? Well, I reckon the police should get alongside them and they should get inside their heads and they should meet with them frequently um, rather than let's hammer them with a big, you know, that's that's what I truly think, but people won't want to hear that. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm still, you've still got to have that. you still got to have a sense, don't you? Yeah, yeah. And, and so, so. Yeah, so, you know, preparation, and it gets easier though. The other thing around everything in life, the more you do it, the, the easier it gets. You still get nervous. You know, a, a wise man, um, 
a coroner years years ago, a Maddie Franker, which he's passed now. Um, he said to me once, I said, do you know, every time I stand up in your courts, uh, I get so extremely nervous and my voice shakes and I, I just, I, I don't know if I'm going to get through it because I'm reading out um, real life stories about people who've committed suicide and, and, you know, statements from family members and it's just hugely emotional. And I said, do you, you know, no, he, he must have been in his 70s then when I was talking to him, asking this question. And he said to me, the day I stop getting nervous is the day I stop doing my job. Mm. Isn't that beautiful? Mm. And so we all do, you know, and, and it's about perspective, I think, Well, And, you know, I get asked the, uh, during lockdown, I phoned a friend uh, of mine who, who, you know, had done a life term in, in prison. And, um, you know, I said, how are you going in lockdown? And he said, lockdown? <laughs> he said, I did 12 months solitary. You know, it's about bringing that perspective. Mm-hmm. And so I connect with people. And I and so if I'm going to do a, coming back to your original question, if I'm going to do something on TV, I connect with, so what are people talking about? And I'll just put in there, put into the old Google machine and find out what other people, so it might give me, oh, yes, yeah, so some are thinking that, some are, it's going to give me ideas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you can't, you can't do everything inside your, your with you alone, right? You can't. You can do it by yourself, but you, you can never do it alone. Yeah, yeah. And Lance, is it? It might seem self of well, very obvious when I say it, but you also can't do everything in your head, right? Like I've heard you talk about going for the bike ride, and you know the fact you get getting outside, going for a walk, and I know the whole world says do thirty minutes walking a day, and da 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 da. You know, try to eat less KFC. I get it. The world tells you all that stuff. Yet for some reason, we have this fascination with that whole thing or, or an addiction maybe but i i uh i don't know if you come across some um controversial figure i guess uh J- jordan peterson and um kind of yes. got really sick but there was a he, he did an interview with wim hof and i follow wim hof and the breathing technique and all this stuff and it was the first time i realized that this jordan peterson character kind of very intellectual if you like and then you have wim hof who heaves himself into the cold and breathes all the carbon dioxide out and tells the body it's dying and it comes back feeling stronger. And those two merged. And I thought, actually, the lesson is it's up to us to mix what's happening in here with what's happening out there. Uh, I've enjoyed also during the lockdown setting up a little cold pool and getting in it Mm -hmm. and trying to tell myself that – the goal for me is to act as if I really enjoy it, even though it's tough every single time getting in, you know? And I, I just imagine that there's some, and I've read some of the stuff on it that, you know, resilience building and good for the blood flow and all of these things, but it doesn't change the fact that it sucks to get in. <laughs> no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. And, you know, um, and, and science is there, but does it, does it, is it because you're convincing yourself that it's good for you? You know, I should eat these vegetables they taste like whatever, but I'm eating them because I have to and because I've been told they've been good for me. And um, is, is that the right thing to do? Well, you know, so, so the example I will, I will give to you is I meet with people who do overeat and people who have an addiction, whether it's alcohol or whether it's smoking, right? And so I say, yes, you know, eating high sugar sugar foods is is, is is we know 
biologically is not right for you. Smoking is not good for you. Drinking um, in excess um, is not good for you uh, and all those things. But are you worried while you're doing it? Because that's the double whammy. Um, so you know it's bad for you. So you worry while you're having a cigarette. So now it's physiological and psychologically bad for you. And so what can you do about that? Well, you can do either stop smoking and, and, and then just keep the worrying. You know, I really need a cigarette in there. Or you can stop worrying and keep smoking. Or you can find a midway point. And that's the thing, the key for me is the midway point. So I can listen to everybody around me and I can listen to myself and what's the medium. So when I met with a person recently who, who, who just, and she was in tears, right? She's, she's got this terrible sugar addiction. I never, I, I never judge now the more I've learned around neuroscience because um, it's not an addictive personality. Some people have a genuine, um, they get rewarded when they do certain things and when they do these negative things, we're getting rewarded. And I know that. And so she had a cake sitting in front of her and I said, well, what about if you just ate half that cake and gave the other half away? I said, um, you're, therefore, you're still eating some, but you can be happy, happy that you're not eat, and not eating at all. And altruism, the benefit you get from altruism of helping others, you get a little bit of dopamine and that will give you that, that will replace that warden. It's a positive neuron. And so you can think, yeah, I did it once. And you will always remember that first time you did it. And then you can always think back to it and then just start doing little steps. You know, don't beat yourself up with it. I never thought I was a bully till I heard the way I spoke with myself. Hmm. You know, so really, we, we're, we're harder on ourselves than anyone else. Hmm. Uh, and, and so we don't need to have an additional <laughs> an additional person um, having a go at us. So, yeah, just really do. do and it, we'll, we'll keep doing those. You know, I know that it's good for white blood cells, et cetera, et cetera. And I've hmm. tried doing it. I can't. Mm. I can't. I've learned, I've heard some other stuff too. That why do we drink cold water when it's hot? Uh, you should be drinking warm water because otherwise it's a shock to the body. Mm. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I, I've tried, and I've got a cup of tea here, but it's it's a hot day. Well, I'm having hot when it's hot, but you know, does that make sense? No. Maybe I should just have a cold drink because I'm sitting here quite hot. That's right. Well, it's and, more for you is what. Yeah. What, what line yes. Is. Yeah. And when I look at it, the world is the answer itself, right? We're all different. We, some have longer noses, shorter noses, we're tall, short, and, you know, there's saunas that go opposed to the cold. I mean, that's kind of, if we loop right back around, that's mm -hmm. why those ancient symbolisms of like the yin-yang say mm -hmm. so much other than just balance. It's like, it's actually your job to intertwine into all of them and to see yeah. what works for you. And that's actually the true challenge, eh? Because that's not obvious, that's what I was sitting there the other day, like, whew. See things from a different way. So I do something called the balance wheel, and it's a different to what the balance wheels that people have done. And I say, you know, just tweak one thing here, one thing there, but then think, see it a bit differently. And I say, I used to walk with my kid, my grandkids to the, we got a, a bridge near us and throw stones off because I wanted to spend more time with them. And and and, and we took, we'd take the dog. And so, you know, important things in my life, uh, my family, that we do this balance wheel. And it wasn't until I looked at that and went, when I go for a walk to the bridge, I'm walking with it, so that's my family covered off, and we're walking, so that's fitness covered off, another one of my big things that I'm – and we take the dog. Pets is another important thing in my life. I'm doing three things at once mm -hmm. and without even multitasking. Right? So as soon as I saw that, I went, there's the key again. Yeah. Right? It's the way you see things. It's your perception of things. And um, so do what's right. And if, if you're doing things that is right for you – 
then life is good. Mm. Then you're going to get the positive benefits of that. Yeah. Yes, you know, should, you shouldn't do things that are biologically wrong. That are, you know, you, you, you know, say that it's, it's a small thing. You know, there's any, you know, any everything in life is, is in moderation. Well, no, not everything in life, but everything in life that's right for you in moderation is a good thing. Mm. Mm. Oh, awesome, awesome! Thank you for. Thanks for doing this again. I don't know what we call these. Our, our, I, I like to think that, you know, we'll do once a year, an hour, and over 10 years we'll have this 10-hour set which we can uh, go back. And, and, of course, everyone gets to join along too on the you know ongoing journey. But um, I want to thank you for joining us. Lance. Um, just quickly, where can people buy your book, uh, follow you, catch up with you? Um, well, the, the, thank you so much for the opportunity the, 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 and, and to chat. I love the chats that we have because you really do get the best out of me. I'll tell you that right now, the <laughs> that you bring it. <laughs> you stretch me. Um, and so, uh, so W-A-R-N, Warren International, um, is our website, warrninternational.com. Everything's there. The books are there. Um, we've got a YouTube channel going, um, and, and on there we have some some videos we give out, looking after loved ones and things like that. And sleep tips are on there. So if they just go to our website, we're on social media all over the place. But warninternational.com is the start, and that's um, it. Lifts my Google rankings, right? <laughs> that's it. You're such a a, a media entrepreneur. Yeah. Oh, you just gotta get it. <laughs> All right, brother. We'll wrap it there for another session. Um, we'll just keep in touch and we'll see you next time. You bet, brother. Bye.